Okay, it is Friday. It is February 9th, and it is not only Lunar New Year and the new moon in Aquarius, but it is also Chinese New Year. And this is a time to celebrate new beginnings and times of transition, both uh, the letting go and the inviting in. And we are going to talk all about it tonight. So we'll talk about this being Lunar New Year, being Chinese New Year, what that means, also what it means to be now in the year of the wood dragon, not just a dragon, but the wood dragon and what that means. Also talking about Aquarius season. We've been in this for a little bit now. We'll be in this until February 17th, 18th when we shift into Pisces season. So this energy has been at hand for a while. And you know, Pluto moved into Aquarius on January 20th. That was a huge shift. We haven't had that alignment since 1778, kind of a big deal. Uh, we also have Mercury um, has just moved into Aquarius. Venus and Mars are moving into Aquarius very soon. So we've got to talk about that Aquarius energy tonight. I'm also going to do a tarot reading. I already did the reading today. I already wrote about it, posted it on my site, but I will tell you about all of the cards that I pulled because they are really interesting and beyond that we're probably just going to do a little bit of a a little informational pitch to talk about the lunar new year party the virtual vip private party happening here at 8 p.m so here in a couple of hours in the 13 moons membership so i'll talk about that at the end of the transmission but for now i invite you to relax to make yourself cozy maybe you have tea or water or beverage like me. Maybe you have something to write with just to keep notes and otherwise just bring yourself and be here now. Be here in the present moment. So with that, I always like to start my transmissions with three deep breaths and that is just what we are going to do now. I want you to find your posture wherever that is. Maybe you're seated, maybe you're standing, but wherever that is, get a stacked spine Find your alignment, find this nice hollow channel so that you have plenty of room for your breath to move through. And whenever you are ready, take a nice deep breath in. Open mouth, exhale. Letting go, shaking out, grounding in. New moons are all about leaning into those exhales. Let's do that again. Deep breath in through the nose. Maybe some sound with your exhale. Maybe vibrating those vocal cords to really vibrate vagus nerve. Turn on that state of relaxation. And this last time, if you want, you could maybe reach your arms overhead or stretch the body deeper. Inhale. And exhale. Just take your time. Sinking in. Grounding in. Getting yourself ready to go deeper into this moon circle. Dive deeper into learning about the cosmos with me. And before we officially get started, I do want to take a moment to introduce myself just in case anybody is new to the transmission. So whether you're tuning in live or the replay, if this is your first time, I want to give you a big welcome because this is big energy we're working with right now. Aquarius is very expansive air energy limitless, no boundaries beyond these realms of our planet, our galaxy, our dimensions. And then on top of that, this is Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, the first new moon of 13 moons to come and the real true new year in my opinion. So I want to welcome you for being here and I want to introduce myself by saying hi. I am Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, a channeler of the divine. That's what my spiritual name given spiritual name Vina means and I am also um, somebody that has been tuning into the cosmos pretty much my entire life but I have also been hosting these moon circles for free off and on for probably gee about six seven years now and this is something I've really tried to do um, every new moon and full moon that I can and I always try to get those replays of course in the other places for you to tune in as well so if you ever need to catch a moon circle and you can't catch it live if you can't catch it here on Instagram. You can always find the replays on my website. That's venalene.com. And that is going to be mothermoonsister.com, by the way, very, very soon. But for now, 
vinalene.com at the time of me speaking. And I also have that on YouTube, my Mother Moon Yoga YouTube channel. So you have other places that you can go to catch these transmissions. And I've mentioned my 13 Moons membership is another great place to find out about the moon, astrology, and more. And I always put the recordings of the moon circles in there first. So if you want to watch the recording first and you can't get to Instagram, that's where you would find it in the 13 Moons membership. If you prefer audio, I also have podcast. Uh, it's the Follow Your Path podcast. Usually if you look up Vina Lene, you find it a little bit easier, but it is there and I do post that within you know 24 hours of the transmission. So you can always check there and just listen to the recording of this moon circle as well. But even if you've been here many times before, I want to take a moment to welcome you in, wish you a happy Lunar New Year, and just let you know that we are going to be here for about an hour today. But if you want to continue on tonight and get a little bit more magical with me, you can join up with me in the 13 Moons membership for our private VIP virtual Lunar New Year party. So tonight I'll share this tarot reading with you. I'll tell you a little bit about Aquarius season, the Aquarius new moon, lunar new year, Chinese new year, the Vedic astrology of this moon being in Dhanishta Nakshatra, why this moon is called Mani Amavasya. And then aside from that, if you want to go deeper, you're going to have to join me over in 13 moons. And we're going to do that at 8 p.m. Central Time. So you got a little bit of time in between to take a break if you need to. I'm going to grab a little bite to eat in between, nourish myself, but... Otherwise, that is the plan for tonight. So a little bit different from normal. Normally, we meet around 7, 8 o'clock in the evening. Right now, we're meeting at 6 p.m. Central Time, which is a little bit earlier than normal. But this is the plan so that I can go on to that private party here in a bit after. Okay, I'm going to take a drink. I want to start by introducing the five elements into our circle. And then we will bring in the guides and guardians of those five elements before we officially drop in deeper. I always bring in elements into my circle. These are suggestions for you to work with. You don't have to have these tools because the magic of the ether, this digital space we're connecting to, allows you to receive the magic of these elements just by having them present here in our transmission. But if you do have these elements, if you have access to get your hands on these elements in this lunar portal or this lunar cycle, so over the next um, 28 to 29 days until March 10th, then I would suggest working with these particular tools. I always like to start with crystals gemstones and I'm going to start with the number one selenite okay lots of different kinds of selenite out there I have a selenite pyramid here that helps concentrate energy give you a little selenite love there and then also I have a pink selenite wand peach selenite and we can use that right now just around to clear this energy of this electronic space. I also have a giant. <laughs> can't believe I can catch that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's heavy. I should see how much this weighs, but I'm going to guess. Whoo, I'm going to guess it's like eight pounds, maybe, maybe more. It's pretty heavy. Selenite egg. Look at that beauty. Take her in. Look at that reflection she's giving you right now. This is my beauty. And this is this big egg of new beginnings, right? We're in this first new moon of the Lunar New Year. The beginning of 13 moons kind of feels like we need this big cosmic egg right now in our space. So I've got that here in our transmission. And in fact, I'll just kind of set that behind us tonight so you can see it. See if I can prop it up here in the background. There we go. Now you can look at it as well. We'll put all our little moonstones over there to concentrate the energy. <laughs> Now, in addition to selenite moonstone, I also have black moonstone here. So that's an interesting one because we are in this last, or this first new moon of 13 moons. There's a lot of potential there. We're kind of in that darkness of the womb or the birthing canal. But also in Vedic astrology, this moon is considered the Mani Amavasya. So it's kind of this last little bit of lunar energy before the next year and mani means silence or stillness amavasya means 
this last lunar energy of the lunar cycle. So because we are in this final lunar cycle that we've just ended, you might want to work with black moonstone for reflection, scrying, or maybe just invite yourself into more stillness and silence as well. Finally, I would suggest working with Labradorite. Love me some Labradorite. Ooh, look at the energy. And I know I have my my computer in the background there with my little fishies on it. By the way, there's there's I don't know if you can see them, but they're fish. They're called Jackfish, and that's the name of my baby boy. So uh, I got Jackfish, and he's very energetic. He's an Aries. He's crazy. So I'm always uh, these fish are swimming around my screen to remind me of him. But yeah, this Labrador right is from beyond our planetary realms. Okay, so this comes from. Labrador, Canada, and this is a meteorite stone. This is from a meteorite that has crashed, and so it has cosmic energy, and this can help you to attune to dimensions beyond where you are now. So moving beyond like that 3D, 4D, 5D dimension, 5D is like we're really starting to get into it, but also just maybe opening up your mind, expanding your um, beliefs, your horizons, your point of view, your visions, um, letting yourself be open to what could come. Labradorite's a good one to work with for that. So we'll stick that over here as well. Let's put all our little stones together and concentrate the energy. By the way, if you want to learn how to arrange your stones for more amplified energy to enhance your intentions, learn how to make a crystal grid, we are going to do that tonight at 8 in the 13 Moons membership with our Lunar New Year Eve party. I promise I'm not this salesy usually in our moon circles. <laughs> I'm just, this is a big day. This is a big deal. And this launch I've had going on with 13 Moons has been a big deal too. Um, there is also a free way to learn about astrology with me right now. I have a free three-part astro immersion happening online. We just did part one yesterday about the moon. It's a great time to tune into that right now. And then tomorrow, tomorrow at 6 p.m., in the evening, we're coming back, we're meeting again, same time as we're meeting now, to talk about the Zodiac. So all 12 signs of the Zodiac, astrology, and then on Sunday, the 11th at 2 p.m. Central Time, we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to teach you how to read a natal chart, teach you how to look at your birth chart and understand what it means. So if you want to learn about that, you definitely want to tune into the transmission. Hopefully you can be there. Um, it is free. You can go to my website. There is a link right there for free three-part astro immersion. Click right on it and sign up. It's also here on my Instagram and pretty much anywhere. If you go on my website, it'll nag you with a pop-up to sign up for it. So there's that. Okay, so these are the crystals I suggest working with. Maybe some selenite, maybe some moonstone, some black moonstone, some labradorite. And then I always suggest that you bring in the element of smudging. So having some sort of smudging material, particularly something you can burn if you can, especially right now we're really trying to let go and create space purify, cleanse the energy. So I have a good white sage right here, ethically sourced, sustainably sourced, of course, good energy and vibes related to the smudging stick. I'm going to combine it with our second element. That's the element of fire. And you can already see as we start to burn this that there is going to be an element of smoke that is starting to give off. Not a lot. My spaces are pretty pure, but I do feel like it's time to cleanse the energy here. So... Sometimes it's good to waft that around as I'm like, you know, I should have my little conch shell underneath there. But you can see that the smoke is starting to come off now. So I'm going to bring that to you first. And then, uh, baby, go talk to dad, okay? If you don't know, I'm at home right now. <laughs> my kiddo. Um, so I'm going to smudge you. I'm going to smudge the tech that we're using. And I'm going to smudge me. We're just moving in these clockwise directions to clear the energy, clear the space. And I always like to pay attention to where the smoke's going, especially right now because I don't have the window cracked because of all that crazy traffic outside. But the smoke is going just kind of up to the ceiling. It's not really going to me, you. This seems to be happening lately in our transmissions. And that means that we're pretty good with our vibes. So, hey, kudos to you for being pure and clean as well. I'm going to go ahead and just let this sit. The smoke will burn out as it needs to. But I also want to bring in some extra fire tonight. 
because we're in this Mani Amavasya. We're in this dark moon, this new moon of the year. Now, we already had the peak of the new moon, so I guess we're not so much in it at this moment in time, but we have been navigating the dark moon for the past few days. So to represent this new spark of light, these new 13 moons, this new season and time of innovation, right, of intention setting, of becoming somebody new and getting more creative. I want to bring in a candle. And I would suggest that you light some candles underneath this moon as well. The wax is kind of shifted here, so I'm just getting it out of the way of the flame. And candles are representative of sparks of light, knowledge, aha moments, healing. And all of these are great concepts to bring into this new moon so I think I can safely let this candle burn I'm going to put that up there with our crystals and you can kind of see it going we'll see if it continues to burn there or not either way we have lit it for our circle bringing in that extra fire let's move on to water I always suggest you hydrate underneath a new moon why because you're in new beginnings so purify yourself by hydrating and flushing out all of the stagnant energy, the stagnant stuff. Get your circulation going. Get your digestive system going. Hydrate yourself, right? Moons are impacted, or sorry, water is impacted by lunar energy. So we want to make sure that we are relating to this water energy as much as possible. So maybe get yourself something to drink. Maybe just make sure you're staying hydrated right now maybe work with the power of aromatherapy essential oils this is something i also always do is suggest different oils to work with underneath this moon now i have two out of the three here i would suggest working with the first one is green mandarin i'm just going to smell it right from the lid because it's very strong it is a citrus oil and it is an oil that represents good luck good fortune it's actually used oranges and mandarins are enjoyed right now during chinese new year this is also a time of chinese new year and lunar new year same thing tomato tomato um the green mandarin is the oil of luck it's the oil of fortune and it also just uplifts our mood and helps us to purify our respiratory system bring more focus into the present moment and help us to feel good we also have clary sage one of my favorites to use when you're trying to open up your third eye and work with your intuition so i'm going to smell this clary sage again with the lid on because it's quite strong but this is a great one to work with in times of meditation introspection anytime that you're opening up the portals of not only your mind but also beyond the mind your spiritual mind and so unlocking maybe more than just this human ego driven mind to explore through these other realms aquarius is air energy right so it's a good time to be smelling oils or thinking about oils but aquarius is also the air sign of the mind the thinking mind and they want us to you know that energy wants us to slow down ponder things you know embrace philosophy um, educate ourselves read take in things think on things and just simply listen to the internal and what comes through so clary sage is a good one to open up the portals for that and then i don't have it present but it's pretty common Peppermint oil is another great one to work with because peppermint is the oil of buoyancy and it's going to help things rise up out of your emotional spaces. So maybe those emotional knots in your solar plexus, your tummy area, maybe those deeper emotional blocks in your sacral chakra that you don't want to process. I, I'm, give me just a moment. I knew this energy was going to be crazy. Hey, babe, I need you to go downstairs and go, go get dad. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay, I can see it from here, but I'm busy, okay? I'm working right now. <laughs> he left me a snack. He put a snack under the door. He's actually being quite considerate. Okay. That's a four-year-old, almost five-year-old for you. Let's talk about peppermint. 
it brings things up. It's the oil of buoyancy. It helps you to find that unlocking of the channels of your energetic flow. So you no longer are, you know, attached to the stories of those emotions. It may maybe helps you work with emotional alchemy. One of my favorite things to do and work with, but it helps you to, you know, just get things out of your system and not feel the same about them. So permission to smell your peppermint, put it in your diffusers. Definitely be careful about touching your mucous membranes or your eyes and definitely don't put it in your bath unless it's diluted heavily with other things. Um, you know, be careful. It's a strong oil and don't use it with babies. Please do not use it with anybody under the age of two because it's too strong for those littles to be breathing. But those are just some suggestions that you might want to work with with uh, this moon. If you're utilizing aromatherapy, that's a great way to bring in more of the water element right now. And I really think it works great with Aquarius energy because although Aquarius is an air sign, many times it's mistaken for a water sign because it has the word what? Aqua in it and also how is it represented a person pouring water out of a pitcher and also what are they called the cosmic water bearer right so a lot of times there's this water and air kind of going back and forth and when we can bring in the concept of water through essential oils which utilize aromatherapy which is more of the element of air we're aligning with that energy instead of fighting it now, the energy, this water that she is sharing, the water Aquarius shares, is actually story. So another name for Aquarius is the cosmic storyteller. And so this is kind of this element that we're doing right now, the ether, this place where we're connecting, sharing our stories, you know, sharing how we feel about this moon, this lunar time right now. All of this is the virtual digital connection that is the fifth element of the ether and this is a time that we should be embracing more that's beyond just our you know physical spaces our little boxes of spaces right now the world is pretty connected and we need to start taking advantage of that so as we move into you know this new moon of aquarius this lunar new year these next 13 moons it is a time to start connecting more here in these digital places. And I love working with the ether because it moves beyond space and time, right? You are getting the energy of these elements no matter what. Even if you don't have them with you, you have them through the energy of this transmission. <coughs> I felt that coming on. <clears throat> also, the great thing about the ether is as more and more people tune into it, the energy becomes amplified. So anything we do here together tonight, the energy becomes amplified with this moon, which is pretty magical. So welcome to the fifth element, in addition to the four that I already introduced you to. And I'm going to grab a quick drink to wet my whistle, and then I'm going to invite in the guides and guardians of those five elements. Okay, sorry, checking in with this chat. So, in addition to bringing in the elements, I always like to bring in the guides and guardians of these elements just to enhance our energy. I also like us to do this with sacred space, slowing down, becoming more present. So again, just like the beginning of our transmission, have yourself a nice little seat. Find your posture. Get nice and tall to get that nice hollow channel. You're going to take a deep breath in. Deep breath out to clear. And we begin by inviting in the guides and guardians of the element of air in the east. Bringing in this Aquarius new moon. Fresh breaths new beginnings, and a heightened sense of prana to heighten our innovation, our ideas, our ability to embrace change with ease. We thank you for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, deeply burning now, helping us to let go of whatever we need to let go of, and also sparking an initiation of light within us to burn 
us with a passion to move forward towards our dreams and towards our best evolution. We thank you for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, helping us to also purify and cleanse, washing away what no longer serves, but also bringing in the concept of time related to water, helping us to change the stories of our past, to write the story of our future, and to remain ever present and patient in the process of our growth. Thank you for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the north, our elements of earth, like our crystals, our oils, even the certain alchemical situation that has to occur for fire, you know, the advancements we've had on this planet for technology, for the fifth element, everything comes down when it really boils down to it, to the sacred energy of the north and the earth. We also bring in our ancestors, those that have come before us to prepare us for now, those that are waiting to come ahead of us, and we're preparing for them. We ask for guidance. We ask for wisdom. And we thank you for being in our circle tonight. Finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the spirit realm, the akash, what is beyond our dimension, demand, beyond our planet, we invite in the angels, the archangels, the protectors, the guides, the cosmic races and beings, source consciousness, anything that needs to be present to give us more knowledge tonight. We invite it in now and we thank you for being in our circle tonight. With that, our circle is open even more and I'm a little tongue tied tonight, so I apologize for that. Baby, what do you need? Okay, I see it all. Thank you so much. Okay, I have like a child like a cat bringing me gifts at the door. <laughs> He's a Cancer moon, by the way, and he is ruled by the moon. If you didn't know this, Cancer energy is ruled by the moon. And so anytime that the moon is either new or full, he vibes with whatever energy is ruling. And today he's a little... He's a little different. He's a little a little quirky because we're in Aquarius new moon. Good times. Good times. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Aquarius energy as I segue in. Perfect segue. Aquarius is also the giver. So I love that this is a, a perfect reflection, right? Because this is like children and animals really embody the energy of the moon. And Aquarius is known not only as the cosmic storyteller, but they're also the cosmic humanitarian. And the reason that they're telling all of these stories is because they're sharing stories to help us uplift the collective. I was watching a video today of this girl who she was just going to Trader Joe's, walking down the sidewalk. I'm sure you've seen it. It has like 12 million views. But this homeless man asked her if uh, she would get him a tea, a hot tea. And so she bought him a hot tea, but then she also like put him up in a room and a hotel room. She put the video up on TikTok, put up a GoFundMe, raised over $150,000 for him and helped to put him on her or on his feet. And he was like, well, that's yours too. And she said, no, it's yours. I don't need it. I just wanted to share the story and help you. And that is a perfect example of Aquarius energy. It is the energy of the giver and kind of a selfless give because usually they're they're just interested in helping. So if you have any cosmic causes right now, if you have any heartfelt things that are pulling at you to volunteer your time or give money or just spread word about, now is the time to start to embrace that because this Aquarius energy and even this age of Aquarius we're moving into is much more forward thinking towards helping everyone and not just being in this selfish zone of separation and self-preservation. We're learning that we can all survive and we can all help each other along the way. Now you also want to maybe share your own story and that's something that comes up with Aquarius energy. It is an air sign which 
loves to talk, loves to vibrate the vocal cords, and loves to move air and wind through the throat with story. So you might want to talk more than normal right now. You might want to share your stories for the sake of greater good. Like maybe you're trying to motivate somebody or inspire somebody to change for the greater good you might share a story for that or maybe you're just sharing a story um, like I mentioned with this girl on TikTok to help this homeless man so it is a time to use the power of word and the power of expression to help make greater change now I did mention that Aquarius energy is a little quirky it's a little weird. It's a little strange that I've had an accident, you know, half a block down the road from my house, blocking all of the traffic over here throughout our uh, our house and right outside my window. And it's been going on, I kid you not, for over an hour, which is not the normal. I know that Lisa, who's on this transmission, posted a video today about the bees buzzing around her bird feeders. And that was something that she had never noticed before not even this time of year but just in general so it seems like there's kind of a weird shift of energy that's happening right now a little weirdness going on right now i do think that's aquarius i think that we have you know between pluto and mercury and the sun and moon in aquarius and mars and venus just waiting and almost in aquarius we have a lot of weird energy right now now, I say weird with the most respect, especially to my Aquariuses out there, but I mean unique because Aquarius energy shifts our thinking, makes us think outside of the box. Even this lunar new year occurring with Aquarius new moon, not Aries new moon, right? Not first new moon of January, not January 1st. It makes us think about this concept of setting intentions and goals at a different time of the year doing something differently. Aquarius energy shifts our perspective, turns things upside down, makes us approach things in a different way or take a different direction. So embrace the unique energy that surrounds you right now. It can be pretty magical and it can also help you bust out of old programming and old mindsets that you can open yourself up to more potential as well. Okay. <clears throat> So there's not much to say about this new moon beyond the Aquarius energy because we're in Aquarius season. We'll be in that until February 18th when we switch to Pisces season. A lot of our planets that influence our energy the most are in Aquarius or about to be in Aquarius energy. So the best advice I can give you during this time is simply to embrace whatever comes your way, especially in moments of spontaneity, right? So right now I'm on this transmission. I set my son up to be completely good. My husband's downstairs. My kid has a movie. He has snacks. He's fed. He should be all good. Everybody is all good. Yet spontaneously for like the first time ever, he really wants to like, you know, do things while I'm here working, right? And that's spontaneous energy. But do I get frustrated about it or do I embrace it? I embrace it and I use it as a wonderful example of the energy of this moon. So when things don't go your way, if things go unexpectedly over not only this lunar cycle, but this next year, I think a big lesson to embrace right now is to shift your perspective around it, spin it in a positive way. We call this positive aspects, right? And start to view things differently and see where the wisdom is, the lesson is, the gold is, the abundance, okay? This is a great segue to go on to the eastern side of the world where we talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon. This moon is in Dhanishta Nakshatra. Da, D-H-A, means wealth, okay? We are in a time of discovering the wealth in things, discovering the value in things, prioritizing the value in things, uncovering hidden wealth in things. Where are those little golden nuggets wherever you go? And Danishta Nakshatra is the star of symphony. So this is a star where we embrace the dance of life. Life is a dance of holding on and letting go. Life is a waltz, a ballet, whatever you want to call it. A lot of times I refer to the cosmos as this dance because it's this energy that we need to kind of just like let loose and let live, right? Things will happen. We dance. 
with it. The tides come in. I have a friend who's a surfer in Florida. Maybe she'll listen to this one. But she always says, I can't surf. Um, what does she say? I can't I can't predict the surf. Or maybe I can't. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to butcher it, Heather. I'm going to get it right. <sighs> okay. She says, I can't control the waves, but I can learn how to surf them. And what a beautiful analogy with water. And also she's a Libra and air sign. And I'm a Libra air sign, so I'll be vibe. But this energy of riding the waves, going with the flow, you know, learning that life is a dance, to find the music, to find the dance in it, to step with ease back and forth and not be so rigid in the process. Now, this is also represented by what's called the Tandava in Vedic astrology. And this is Lord Shiva's drum that he plays and also both the drum and the drumming and then the dance that he does in this kind of dance of destruction preservation creation you know they're all related and he goes through this drumming and this dance with all of this energy stirring up deciding what gets created what lets go you know what is preserved in the process and really bringing it all together into one and that's the energy that we're dealing with right now so you know we have this physical body we have this thinking mind. We have these emotions moving through. And it's all really interesting how it comes together. But sometimes it gets blocked. Sometimes one overpowers another. Sometimes we feel imbalanced and out of harmony. And the tune is just a little out of tune, right? We have to find that music again, that symphony within us again. So this is a good time to maybe drum or stomp your feet or do some ecstatic shaking or do dance or just wiggle it out. You might need to move any restless energy if you're experiencing that to help unlock things that are stuck that are trying to come up in this buoyant, airy new moon right now. Now, on the other hand, because there's always an opposite, right, in, in the theme of balance, this particular moon is considered Mani Amavasya. I already mentioned this. Mani means stillness or silence. Amavasya, last moon in the lunar cycle. This is a time for us to maybe also turn within and have more stillness and have more self-preservation and have more silence and introspection. Aquarius energy is the thinking mind, but even on the eastern side of the world, we are being asked to turn within a little bit. The energy is stirring right now, right? Like maybe we're in that moment just before Shiva's dance. We're in that, you know, just before the change. And we take a moment to really open up to that and what that could be bringing us. So instead of just diving right into it, we let ourselves be open to the energy that's coming and we just plan for whatever we need to do to stay balanced with the right mindset, the right energy, um, the right you know focus of ourselves moving forward with it. I'm gonna take another drink because I am just drying out my throat chakra left and right. So I would highly suggest stillness, silence, as much as you can right now. But if you need to work out the body with yoga or dance or fitness or stomping or shaking or drumming or moving or screaming or whatever else you need to do, then get that out as well so that you can find the stillness, okay? This is going to be our sacred practice tonight. Of course, we're going deeper tonight in our 13 Moons membership with a crystal ray activation after we build our crystal grids. But tonight here in this free space, I want us to just hold a space of stillness and silence for each other. For two minutes, can we do that? Before we get started, find your posture. Find comfort. Ground in. Let yourself breathe. You can close your eyes if you want. I'm going to watch the time so that we can stay on track here. But we are going to take two minutes of stillness and silence 
to simply bring in whatever needs to be heard by us. Hey. Let's close those eyes. Mom. Let's take deep breaths. Bring in the stillness. Take maybe one more breath and slowly come back. Maybe gently blink the eyes open in the process. Just reflect on the experience for a moment. Think about how you feel. Now, of course, we can't control and have complete silence. I can't control the cars going outside, the feedback in my microphone, the sound of me swallowing or breathing. I'm not even sure if you hear that, but... We can try to drop into as much stillness and silence as we can, and that really comes with the mind more than anything else. This Aquarius new moon is about getting our mind right, shifting our mindset to move beyond our current horizons, to move our mindset into one where we can have both mindfulness and mindlessness and be in control of each state. This is a new time when we are starting to embrace that the stillness and the silence are just as important as the productivity and the expression. So give yourself times of silence during this lunar portal, but let that also be an intention you set to have more stillness and silence throughout this next year, throughout these next 13 moons. And maybe every new moon, when it's dark outside, that's your reminder to turn within. But give yourself permission to take time for the stillness and the silence just as much as you do for everything else. <sighs> I do not have much else to say as far as the astrology goes this moon, Aquarius season, Aquarius new moon, lunar new year. I want to talk about Chinese New Year being the year of the wood dragon. So this new moon actually is spring in China and Asian countries. A lot of other countries celebrate Chinese New Year now, not just China, but we'll just consider it the Asian side of the world. This is a time when we shift to one of the different zodiac animals of the Chinese zodiac. And we've been in the year of the rabbit we are now in the year of the wood dragon. So thinking about there are different kinds of dragons. If you've seen How to Train Your Dragon, the kids movie, I'm a mom. <laughs> but um, dragons are usually known as like these fire-breathing, fierce animals. And the wood dragon is fierce, but the wood dragon embraces growth, forward thinking, innovation, and doing things differently or being different. 
expressing in a different way, perhaps fighting or battling or having conflict in a different way, but also pursuing your goals, ambitions, and dreams in a different way. Dragon years can be really intense. We haven't had this for over 60 years. So the last time we had a dragon year was 1964, where there was a lot of uprising. There was a lot of restlessness. There was a lot of rebellion. And hey, here's Aquarius, the cosmic rebellion, ready to freedom fight. So I think there's going to be a lot of change that happens over this next year, both within ourselves and the collective, the way that we operate, the way we do things, what we fight for, what we free ourselves from, and how we grow. So embrace that energy. It's exciting. By the way, if you're in 13 moons, you can read more about it. I have more about the uh, year of the wood dragon there if you want to read about it. But embrace all of this shift in transformative energy because there is a lot of energy that is coming to put us on different paths or make us live, be, operate in a different way. And, you know, we can't, we can't come into a different version of ourselves if we don't do things differently. So get excited about the changes. And when things happen spontaneously and unexpected, embrace that. Find the gold. Find the glitter in it. And continue on considering yourself wealthy in every situation that comes your way. I want to move on to this tarot reading because it's going to take us about the next 10 minutes to wrap it up. And we are going to be here about an hour today. So we're coming up on that. We're about 45 minutes in. I always like to start with a deep breath to thank the cards for their wisdom. So I'm going to do that now. Just thanking the tarot for being in our circle tonight, offering alternative messages and guidance. We're open to what the cards have to say because we know that they do not lie. We thank this reading for being present in our circle tonight. I did a 10-card Celtic cross spread. If you want to see what this looks like, you can go check out my website. But I will go through it card by card. And it's a pretty cool reading. I'll just put that out there. Very interesting how I pulled the cards. But let's start. <laughs> let's start with our theme card. Number one card, what is the theme of this reading? What is the theme of this Lunar New Year in the next 13 moons? Page of Swords. Page of Swords says on this particular card from the Crystal Power Tarot, it says, I take care of the detail and I stay in control. And notice how he's kind of like letting go and moving ahead with the sword. And there's definitely like a different color there behind him, the shadow side kind of cutting ties with these old stories, cutting ties with the things that he tells himself or the way that he feels and transforms the way that he's attached to all of that history moving forward. Anytime we have page energy, we're learning. And I do believe that this year is a learning year for us to really make the changes and shifts that we need to before this age of Aquarius really moves in with full force. So the theme of our reading, the theme of this next year is to pay attention to the details, take care of things when we need to, and move on without looking back. And that is very Aquarius of us to do. Now, as far as what comes across our way, what will cross us over this next year, I get temperance. And the message of the card says, I find clarity through calm. Notice the card. It is the Aquarius symbol. She's pouring water from a vessel. Now, this card doesn't show it, but sometimes this tarot card represents the angel of time standing in the river of time. And temperance tells us to be very patient, right? To be tempered, to be calm, to not be overwhelmed or, you know, overthinking or making up stories that haven't happened yet or attaching to the past that has already happened. Just be present and be in the joy of the moment. And notice all of the gold all around the card. It's exactly what I've been saying. You know, find the gold, the glitter, the wisdom in every spontaneous, unexpected situation. And the more you hold that positive aspect in your life, the more positive your life will become and abundance will happen. 
Now, as far as what is going to ground us in, what is going to give us the most rooting or foundation, I pulled a reversed card. This is the Seven of Cups. Notice how all of these cups are pouring down. Now, the message of the card is, I trust myself to see the truth. And it's in protection mode. So this card is a warning that says, hey, in order to firmly ground yourself into your future, who you want to become, the life you're trying to live, what you're trying to create, you have got to trust your instincts. You've got to believe your truth and you have to act on it, right? Like take care of those details when you feel them, when you sense them. Don't let all that spidey sense linger around. It's telling you to take care of it for a reason so that you can really move forward quickly. Aquarius energy is about moving forward quickly and swiftly. So when things come along and your intuition kind of waves those red flags, you know, shift it, change it, rearrange it, cut the tie, set the boundary, do whatever you want to in order to make sure it doesn't keep affecting you in the same way. Now, what is the lesson we have already learned? Wheel of Fortune, I always say it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dang, but I watch Wheel of Fortune. Big fan, still going, but yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Um, this is the lesson we've already learned. And the message on the card says, I trust whatever the universe brings me. Anytime we have the Wheel of Fortune, it is about divine intervention. It's about allowing things to happen as they happen and trusting it's in divine will for our greater good. And this is the lesson we've already learned, right? And I think over the past like two to four years, right, we've had a lot of redirection that's out of our control, but we've also learned that it's for our greater and highest good. So if that keeps happening in these next 13 moons and you get some redirect, again, trust. We're turning the wheel of fortune. You have fortune coming your way, right? Temperance tells you to be present in it, find the joy in it, find the gold in it, and you will. Now, what is the highest thing that could be coming our way? Highest wisdom, highest grace. Ten of cups. More cups. Turned upright this time, though, because it says, I have all I need, or sorry, I have all I wish for in my relationships. So if we pay attention to the details and we follow our instincts and spidey senses and we get rid of all of these triggers and these, these things and these people that maybe are no longer needing to be a part of our life in the way that they are, we start to find the right relationships, the right people, the right network, the right energetic exchanges, and the support that we need in order to fully grow into our next chapter. Because the number 10, this is 10 of cups, 10 is about new beginnings. It's about endings and beginnings. But it's about that new chapter, that new book that you're trying to write, that new story about yourself that you're trying to create. What is around the corner for us? More waiting. The hanged man. And again, I already know the energy of this card, but the message says, I can see this situation another way. Hmm. It's going to be a lot of unexpected things come our way this next year, I think. And we're going to have to wait around and, and hang out and wait for results that we're expecting to happen. And it's probably not all going to happen really until next year. There's definitely going to be growth this year. We're definitely going to have change. We're definitely going to have new ideas and new directions. We're going to follow new paths. And we're going to have some success there. But... As far as what we're ultimately trying to become, I don't think that's going to happen until next year. And it's interesting that this is kind of the message right now just with my own personal life because next weekend, the 17th, is the 12-year anniversary of losing my father. And I always talk about how there's kind of this number of 12 or 13 that gives you a sense of next chapter, completion, wholeness, and I feel like a lot of people heal grief after about 13 months, 12, 13 months. But I also feel like there's something transformative for my own life in this 12th year. And I feel like I'm moving into a different chapter with myself. So I just put that out there to say that, you know, sometimes 
when we're waiting around for things to happen and they're not happening in the way that they do, it's because we are having great things happen in the shadows that are coming our way. And what I'm doing now in this 12th year of losing my father is pretty, pretty surreal and pretty crazy. And there's a lot of things in the shadows right now I'm not talking about and giving voice about, but I've got, boy, I've got big growth coming this year. And I know I do. And I know I've been making space for it. And I know it's probably still not going to fully come for another year, but I know that this year is about putting the energy towards that no matter what, no matter what spontaneous thing. So just to put it, um, to put it without putting out details, I have several calls and meetings over the next uh, couple of months with big energy, big people, big opportunities. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So I digress. Okay, hang around. Wait for those results if they don't happen the way you want. Like I spent this whole past year in allergy season not creating what I wanted to with my eyes swollen shut for the most part. It's because I needed to hang around and I needed to wait for this year and what was going to happen and the freedom I would have to be able to pursue it because I wouldn't have had that freedom last year. The last four cards I pulled are just four bonus cards and I kid you not, I shuffled this deck four times. I split it four times, and then I just took the pile of cards and I pulled them from all over, even with these last four cards. And they are all swords. Every single one. Remember what our theme of our reading was? Swords. Page of swords. And in case we weren't sure about it, <laughs> the cards say, hey, cut the ties. Set the boundaries. Say no. You do you, boo. Let go of the rest. To sum it up, swords are always about all of those things, okay? Your three of swords, the message says, I see things exactly as they are. Kind of like these other messages, I see the truth, I pay attention to the detail. When we have the three of swords, it's about seeing through the smoke and mirrors of the relationships that we have, the energetic exchanges that we have. Maybe we start to see dishonesty, lies, lack of integrity, just things that we didn't see before that were in the shadows, they're going to come through. And when they happen, look how these swords are like. Set your boundary and get away from that energy because it's not good to be with. If you move on to the five of swords, five is always about growth. The message on the card says, I will heal myself. The swords are going in the ground, pointing down. Five is about growth can't grow if you don't heal your wounds, right? So you got to kind of put your foot down on what doesn't serve your health and wellness and energy and harmony and symphony anymore, okay? Start setting those boundaries so that you can heal instead of giving your energy away where you don't need to. We have the six of swords also pointing down. Six is both a number of family and community, and this is all about relationships networking, and telling you that if you cut ties with those one, you know, those people, seven of cups, right? Then you end up with the right people in your life, ten of cups, in order to make things happen. So get rid of your network. Cleanse, you know, like do that whole like I'm getting rid of my, I'm cleaning up my friends list <laughs> on Facebook. But let it be your life. Um, so that you have the space for everything that's coming and the people that you need to, get, to have in your network to help you get there because this is an energy of collection now, right? Like collective energy to come together as a network to support each other to grow for the greater good of all, for the greater of ourselves. But we can't bring those people into our life on those higher frequencies if we have lower frequency people connected to us and taking our energy. Finally, Nine of Swords. Nine is wholeness. It's completion. It's a new chapter. On the card, it says, I trust the present moment. Hanged man tells you to chill. Will of Fortune says things are going to work out when they're supposed to. Temperance tells you to just be in the present. Find the gold there. And the Nine of Swords also says, hey, make sure you're not distracted so that you can find those positive aspects. So that you can be present. 
So you can see the magic in where you are. I'll just say it right now for the past, I don't know, six to eight weeks. I've been in kind of a weird funk. We all have seasonal depression. It's been gloomy here in the Midwest. It's been cold. It's been weird with the weather. But also, I had an epiphany that I had two major losses in January and February during my fertility journey. And I'd kind of forgotten about that grief because I had, you know, felt like I had healed that. But I realized that I've been kind of this mood from that, right? And, uh... So I've started to have a lot of gratitude for my son and for this one and only child that I have. And I don't know what the future holds for my fertility, but I'm probably sure that he's the only one that's going to be here in my life as my child. And uh, yes, is it a little uh, distracting <laughs> when he's at the door and he's, you know, giving me a book and giving me some little gifts and things. And could I be frustrated with that? Yeah, 100%. But I'm not. I have a smile on my face. It's kind of funny. You got to be in that childlike innocence because I don't know. And really, honestly, it just, he wants to spend time with me. He wants to love me. And uh, you can't be mad at that, right? So we find the gold in every situation as he's dancing outside my so door. He's, uh, he's ruled by Aries energy I mentioned by the way and that's like Shiva energy and destruction energy and he's like doing a dance outside my door he's doing the Tendava <laughs> that is the reading I have for you loves there are crystal suggestions on these cards as well crystals that you might want to work with over the next 13 moons or just this lunar cycle or just this new moon go to my website venalinea.com you can read what crystals are suggested if you want to learn more I'm going to save that for there I'm not going to take up time here to talk about the crystals but they're there written about on my site if you want to learn more we are coming up on our hour loves normally I would do a little prayer and release the guides and guardians of the five directions but I am keeping them here with us if they want to leave they'll leave they have free will but I think the magic needs to be here for this lunar cycle. It's the first one of 13 moons. Let's let these guides be with us. This is the energy of the guides and guardians in the ether with this Aquarius energy. So let's trust them and let them be here to help guide us and give us messages and nudge us in the right direction. When we're feeling a little lost and confused, if we're just present and invite in our angels, our guides, whatever you want to call them, they will show up and they will help you. So... We thank them for being here and we invite them to stay with us as long as we need them. And uh, we'll invite in more guides and guardians on our next full moon circle, which is going to be happening with the full moon in Virgo. And that's going to be February 24th. I can't remember when we're actually doing the circle, though. <laughs> the 23rd or the 24th. Maybe the 25th. I'm a bit of a space cadet right now in that Aquarius energy vibe. And I'm an air sign. I'm a Libra. So I'm vibing. Um, but it's February 24th or 25th, I believe, that we will be meeting for the full moon in Virgo. It is already scheduled here on Instagram. So you can check that out. And, of course, the replays will be available in all of those other places if you can find them. Um, that's it. That's it for our circle. So if you want to exit out now, I'm just going to send you some blessings. I'm going to send you some good energy. Just maybe grab this, uh, this pyramid, send you a little selenite love. Let's go grab this candle. It's still burning. I'm going to keep it burning for our Lunar New Year party that's going to be happening here in about an hour. But I'll give you that light as well to spark the light within you and your new ideas and your new ambitions and dreams new version of yourself that's coming through. Be in the stillness. Be in the silence as much as you can. And when you can't, dance it, drum it, shake it out, vibrate the vocal cords. <laughs> do what you need to do to free yourself, right? To feel free. To feel harmonious. To feel that symphony and divine dance of the energy that moves throughout you at all times. So I mentioned... The 13 Moons membership, we're going to meet at 8 o'clock here in about 55 minutes. We are going to do a crystal grid 
together. We're going to learn how to make a crystal grid for these 13 moons. We're going to do a crystal ray activation. We are also going to do card pulls. So if you want a personal card pull, you're going to have to meet me over there. Now, if you're already part of 13 moons, it's just in your live session. The link is there. You click on it or go into 13 moons at the time of the live. I'll be there. You'll be there. It's easy to connect. If you are not part of 13 moons, go to venalinae.com slash store or just go to my website hit store offerings you'll see three options you can get a monthly membership which is eleven dollars a month right now for this lunar cycle only eleven dollars a month until we move into the pisces cycle you get 30 days free with that so you get a 30-day free trial you can also do a six month or a 12 month membership and save a little bit more if you want to so if you want to join us at this uh virtual vip party here in about 50 55 minutes Go join 13 Moons, and you'll see it there. Really easy to connect right away. I hope that you have a blessed new year. These next 13 Moons, I hope they are the most magical, mystical, metamorphosizing moons that you go through. I hope that you're open to the possibility of what you can become. And I send positive energy to wrap around you on your journey. Until we meet again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all feel safe and at peace. May we all feel love, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. Namaste.